0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host Seychelles Van Poole.
1: I'm Wendy Papazan. And I'm Sarah Reynolds. So building an empire can be fast, explosive, fun, hard, awesome, and heartbreaking. Um, and yes. lately, <laughs> lately, <laughs> yes, yes, very heartbreaking. Uh, and lately, I've been thinking a lot about the mistakes I've made over the last seventeen years of running a business. I don't know about you guys, but I I'm pretty hard on myself when it comes to mistakes I make. Um, I want excellence in a lot of what I do. I know Gary yeah. Keller had had. Highlighted that in me, I hadn't seen it, but excellence to me means like no mistakes, which is impossible, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But then I get really hard on myself uh, when we make when I make mistakes. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think for
0: me, it's it's not just mistakes. It's um, sometimes and like we've talked about this on the podcast. I have a very high responsiveness, and Mm. so when I am growing something, I want to I want to go far fast. Like, let's go. And uh, sometimes you want to go really, fast,
2: far. I want to do both. You want right? to go fast, far, far, Less fast, far, far, fast. Yeah, both, far, really. You right? love speed.
0: I love yes. speed. You love speed. Um, <laughs> I have a need for speed. I have a lead foot. I've got it under <laughs> control. I use cruise control when I drive. Um, but I do. I want. I want to get it and go. Like let's let's get it done. And you're so you're that, the f-
1: You're the fastest fastest short person we know, say. Thank
0: you. (laughs) You My legs are not fat. fat. My legs aren't very long, but they move quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they do. Um, But yeah, so because of that, I can can sometimes move too quickly or not think about maybe all the people involved or all the factors involved because I didn't slow down enough to do that. And so I can sometimes come across – like a bull in a china shop, and over the years I've gotten better and better and better as I've grown, but it's not always – it's definitely not always been that way um, and, you know, has definitely caused some challenges as we've been growing our business. How about you, Wendy? Uh,
2: yeah, absolutely. I am hard on myself a lot, um, although I read a book recently called The Power of Regret by Daniel Pink. Mm. Mm, I love And, yeah, in it he talks about how uh, actually – Sort of getting onto ourselves and getting mad at ourselves is 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 not is it can be very detrimental, but it can also be a good thing because that's how we learn and grow. So it's almost like we if we can beat ourselves up a little bit and learn the lessons from it, and then you know in a healthy way move on. Um, it actually it actually helps us in the long run. So that's kind of how I'm trying to frame that, that thinking.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, and, you know, and like all all three of us um, here today with you, and I think also Kimber and Tith re- Tiffany really believe in building like strong, long-lasting relationships. And when you're in relationship with someone, um, there are going to be times that you just straight up screw up and um, fall flat on your face. And it's just, it's going to happen. And so I'm excited for this episode today because for the relationships that are worth fighting for and the ones that are worth keeping, when you do screw up, there's really a great workflow that you can work through to, to help recover from that. So I'm excited for us to be covering some of this today.
2: Yeah, so we're going to be talking about the seven things you need to know when you screw up as an empire builder.
1: You know, I was in, in preparation for this episode and then also in just coaching a lot of leaders across Empower Home, I was talking to my husband, George, this week about um, when a leader messes up and how important it is for them to own their mistakes. And many mm. times we make mistakes publicly when we're leading an empire, right? Yeah. It, which means then we have to own the mistake publicly as well. And one of our leaders was struggling with that. So I was sort of venting to my husband about it. And I said, you know, I, I learned early on that you can be right or rich. Um, you can't, mm. ha- you can't be both. That's right. You so can be right good. or rich. And and yeah. he said he said he's reading a book called Um Raising Men right now. And in it it says you can be right or effective. And meaning mm-hmm. when you're raising your children, you know, you want to be effective. You don't necessarily always want to be right. Yeah. And then we were talking about this right before the podcast. And Wendy, you guys say this a lot in your house, right? Something along those lines. Yeah, we say you can either be right or in a relationship. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Wow. I yeah, feel like so that gave Gave me chills good. to hear it again. Yeah, um, that was actually again,
2: my, my friend Renee Trudeau. She she taught that to me years ago, and I always thought that was so, so wise. Yeah, so, so wise. Just helps you create your name too, by ego way. and check. You know, yeah. yes, your ego and check. Renee
0: Trudeau, what
2: a great name. Yeah,
0: it's so true. I'm My my version is She's not. She's an as awesome as empire
2: builder. builder. Shout out to Renee. Yeah, Renee. Could mm-hmm. be like a
0: rock star with that name. Um, <laughs> mine has always been my ego doesn't need to be right, um, but I, I like I like the way y'all tie that back into a relationship or to an outcome. So I'm I'm going to be adopting some of yours. I really like that. But you're right. I mean, it's the need to be right though. When you are an empire builder, can also um, be a great superpower, and sometimes it can really be a detriment when it's overused. And so it's definitely something that we have to be aware of.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the big key here is it's 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 impossible, impossible to build a big empire, a big business without taking care of the relationships that matter. You you must care more about the relationships than being right. And, you know, as, as we were was, as I was personally reflecting in preparation for this episode, um, I thought about a relationship that means a lot to me, which is my co-host. Well, both of my co-hosts that are on with me today uh, mean so much to me. Um, and I had made a, a huge screw up um, with my co-host Seychelle. Um, let's see, a year and a half ago. Um, when I expand, announced expanding to um, Dallas, Texas, Empower Home was expanding to Dallas, Texas, and did not let my friend, who I care deeply about, know ahead of time. And I was moving really fast. I wasn't thinking. Um, and it ended up uh, hurting Seychelles, as it, as it should have. And um, we ended up working through a lot of these seven steps that we're actually going to share today. And so I'm thankful for these seven steps that we're about to share, and I'm also thankful for Say's willingness to forgive me and work on the relationship, and um, it actually brought us closer together. And that's the powerful thing about these seven steps: is you end up having such deep relationships when you work through the hard together, right? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. ignore it, but work through it together. Mm-hmm. So huge, yeah, yeah,
0: it is. And and we'll dive into you know some of how that played out. I think that's a it's a good case study, Sarah, for um, because both of us. Are, are moving fast, right? And so I think yes. that example we can kind of pepper in today because there's there's opportunity always when something happens. You always have to look for where where your DNA is in it too. And so um, I, it gave us an opportunity uh, to become closer because we both deeply cared about each other and chose the relationship over anything else in that moment. And I I'm thankful for that and your friendship on that.
1: Yeah, and and I'll never forget Wendy calling me after, say, and I talked about it and just saying, like, as a a friend, I care deeply about you. And what I don't want is for growth to happen and you lose the most important relationships in your life. And um, when you move too fast, that can happen. And that was such a powerful conversation from someone that was sort of on the outside looking in and just saying, you know, slow down. Make sure that those relationships still stay at the core of who you are. And you need friends like that. Um, if you don't have friends that are willing to um, share what they see in you because out of care, like Wendy did with me, then you need to look at the room you're in and the circle that you're part of. I'm thankful for a circle that will call me out when they see that I'm moving too fast and uh, appear to maybe not be putting relationships over um, over business, right? Well, and it's
2: it's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to have enough trust like we True. do to uh, have somebody be able to say that and work through it. And you know, we our circle has gone through many trials and tribulations. You know, it's been a it's been a hard season actually for for us in a lot of ways. and uh, we do come out stronger on the end. So it's a beautiful thing we do. Yep.
1: Okay, so let's get get out. If you're in a safe space, let's get 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 a pen and paper out because we're going to share these seven
2: <laughs> seven steps. And if you're in a dangerous place, I'm glad you chose to listen to our podcast when you're in danger. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> says a lot about you guys.
0: We do have edgy listeners, so you know
1: <laughs> we we have that cal- calming way about us, you know. <laughs> okay step number one step number one for the seven things you need to know when you screw up is relationships matter as we said relationships matter Uh, being in business with strong dynamic fast paced people means you're going to make big mistakes at times so setting up your communication flow makes a huge difference in the success of it Um, but just remember whenever you realize that you messed up okay, um, what you want to do is you want to put the relationship above anything else, including your own ego, including being right, right? But relationships matter. So knowing um, that the relationship matters is the foundation for all of the steps. And so that's step number mm-hmm. one. I love that. love that. And number two
0: is um, if someone is bringing something to you, they care enough to tell you. Um, And so if they're bringing a screw-up or a problem to you, it's much easier actually to pretend that didn't happen or to sweep it under the rug or ignore it and just keep moving on. But if they're bringing it to your attention, it's because they care enough about your relationship. So you really need to listen and ask to understand the other person's perspective because we all know that there's usually like three sides to a story, right? There's your perspective of what happened. There's their perspective of what happened. And then the truth is probably somewhere in between. And so it's really important when somebody cares enough to bring a screw up to you um, that you slow down, ask for their perspective, get your ego out of the way. Like if you have to sit on your hands to keep yourself from responding or like sometimes in like our board meetings, I'll have to literally like hold my jaw shut so I don't, say anything when I'm not supposed to. And I'm not like explosive, but sometimes I'll just be like, I need to just not respond right now. Um, so if you just literally need to hold your mouth shut, do it. Um, because you need to hear. Now we know. I know. <laughs> yeah, if you just see me with my you hand over my chin. You get one of chin, those,
2: those chip clips. And just, mm.
0: there, there are literally some times <laughs> that I will have my hand over my mouth, like literally holding it shut. Um, but it's because you need to hear the other person's perspective. And responding in that moment is not the right answer. It's deeply listening, right? Like repeating back what they're saying to you, right? Thank you for bringing this to my attention. So what I'm hearing you say is da-da-da-da-da-da. Or am I getting it right that this is what I did to make you feel, right? Acknowledging and listening goes a really long way. Even if you don't agree, acknowledging and listening doesn't mean you have to still completely agree with where they're coming from, but they hear, heard, and a and appreciate it in that moment. So, listen and understand the other person's perspective comes
1: goes a long way, and that's number two. So, so honestly, that's number two is my hardest, the one that's I struggle hard. with the most. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Gary taught me something similar to what Sage just said, which is when you need to pause, always have a cup or a bottle, and it, sometimes <laughs> just the pause of like drinking water or tea, tea a lot throughout the day, that's a good habit to instill in yourself to make you pause. And I think it's, it's really important. What has helped me to, I've had growth in this area. I still need a lot of growth in the area, but I have had growth. And one of the things that has helped me is I, I tell myself as I, as I go into the situation, their perspective is their reality. So don't I care about them enough to know their reality. Because that is their reality, their perspective it is. in the situation.
2: It is. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, said. everybody has a everybody has a story that's going through their head. And yeah, everybody's yeah. perspective is shaped by their beliefs, their vision, the way they their were experience. raised. Yeah. Th- yeah. What they believe. Like that. That's all and that's all true for them. Mm-hmm, so yep. that that's all true for them. Um, all right. So number three is to own your part in the problem. Okay. Uh it's what Seychelles said earlier. It's like take a step back. Uh, and see what your DNA was in the problem because the reality is there's no such thing as a one-sided problem. Um, even if it's a hiring situation, well, you're the person that hired them. So that's, mm-hmm. that's your DNA mm-hmm. in it and mm-hmm. you allowed that person to do whatever you need to do. Um, and, and honestly, this, this, this is very helpful, especially with your bigger problems, to continue to think about them over time because so often when something happens and it's very, you know, almost traumatic or dramatic, uh, we tend to kind of shut down. But if you can go back and revisit some of those things uh, in, a, in a gentle way where you're not beating yourself up o- over it and really think and analyze over time, you just learn a lot. That's how you learn and grow. And if you can, if you can journal some of that stuff out and then go back and look at it, even better. Um, And sometimes journaling allows you to see the patterns, right? It's like, wow, this happened, this happened, and then you're reading your journal you're like, wow, that happens a lot to me. What's the common denominator? Oh, me. Right? So what can I do
1: to change moving forward? that that's so good wendy um we i i know all three of us get so much joy out of seeing the growth in our empire circle so our her best life empire circle which is um the women that really want growth in their life and all circles of their life and one of them um, was sharing with wendy and i last week about a lot of th- most of their team walked out and i loved seeing the growth um in her in her leadership um and just i'm not going to say her name just for the sake of it being confidential, but what what was powerful to see was she was okay when we when I said you know you do need to look at your DNA in it once you're able to have some time, have some pause, and just say like you're, ap- we're, you're absolutely right. We want to make sure that you know that um, you're right in terms of this was probably best for your business, and you don't want to move on without asking yourself you know what was my DNA in it. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, this is honestly, it's one of my favorite exercises when you have a big screw up. And um, like when when you're in sports, I think growing up, this is this is something you probably inherently learn, right? Like if you're on a basketball team or like I did competitive gymnastics as a kid, right? Like you fall off the bar, you got to get back up and do it again and fix it immediately. And so when you're in when sports as a kid, like it, it forces you to, to be correcting on your mistakes, on the regular, mm, mm. and I think it's this is probably one of my favorite superpowers that I feel like I have is when I screw up, owning quickly where my DNA in it is it, where my DNA is in the problem. Um, and we were talking about earlier, like some screws we've had in our own circle, and like for me looking at what I could have done differently or better and correcting that. That's probably one of my favorite parts of the exercise here. Um, it's a painful, but I feel like I grow <laughs> every yes. time. Um, through it um and try to be better the next time. I might still screw up again on that same thing, but it maybe it'll be
1: a little better the next time. So yep. And and step number three is crucial to step number four because it makes yeah. step number four a little bit easier. Um, and the other party typically has DNA in it as well. And we can only control what we control, which is ourselves. And so asking yourself what your DNA is, which then leads us to step number four, which is say you're sorry. And say you're sorry and mean it, meaning own your DNA in it, own your mistake in it. Don't worry about the other person and whether or not they're going to say sorry or own their DNA. Just control what you can control, which is seeing what DNA you have in it, and then say you're sorry. It's one of the most powerful words to hear is I'm sorry. Um, and it, it lets the other person's guard down and and recognizes that you um, w- can own it. And you Mm -hmm. care enough about the relationship to where you're acknowledging and -hmm. saying you're sorry. And it can be really hard if you're apologizing for something that they've brought to your
0: attention and you feel like they have DNA in it too and they don't own that part. And Mm -hmm. so as a leader, it's your job to be the bigger person Mm -hmm. in that moment um, and recognize that they may not come to the problem the same way. And like I can give a parenting example with Quinn this summer, another kid slammed her finger in a like in a seat in a car seat, oh. and this this kid and her were just like oil and vinegar for a week while they were visiting us. It was just like nonstop, and he accidentally slammed her finger in the seat, but absolutely did it. And um, he was coached to say to her, "I'm sorry you got hurt," mm. instead of "I'm sorry I accidentally hurt you," mm. and that pissed this kid off. Like nobody's business. And she's looking at me like, are you hearing this right now? But I'm not that parent, right? I'm not the other parent. But like your words matter, right? Yes. Like I'm sorry you got hurt is received very differently than I'm sorry I accidentally hurt you. And so be aware when you're apologizing on the meaning it part of it because the I'm sorry you got hurt came across as totally insincere versus the I'm really sorry I hurt you or gosh, I didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry, right? Would sound totally different. So that's a very tangible example of like how you can, how you can come across to somebody else.
2: So Love that. Fun.
0: Yep. Then the next one is number five. And that is after you've said you're sorry, like take a, take a step back, like, Wendy gave a great example of journaling, right? Take a step back. Look at what you can do better next time. Look at what, if you could do it over again, maybe what you would have done differently. Um, I know every time we have somebody that maybe doesn't work out in a business partnership or in a relationship, you know, taking a step back and just going, you know, gosh, where where did we go sideways? Because usually relationships or problems happen slowly and then suddenly. So mm. there's something in there we could have done differently, um, and so really taking that time um, and, and looking at what you could do differently next time will really make sure that regardless of how the outcome comes on this problem, that you're going to be a better leader or person in the next
2: opportunity or go around. I love that, Seychelle. Uh, the number six is ask what you want to come out of the relationship or the problem. Right when all of that is said and done, and you've apologized, and you've you know thought about your DNA and asked yourself, "What can I do differently next time?" Really take time and say, "Like, where do I want this relationship to go? Is it worth it?" You know, and for most of us, especially if it's somebody that's been in our organization, it's probably worth it to maintain that relationship. Um, I know personally, I have. You know, I'm blessed. I'm still in relationship with quite a few people that have come and gone on my team, and um, many of them have ended up at Keller Williams International. And I see them whenever I go over there, and um, I'm happy. I'm happy for them, and I'm happy the way that I exited the relationship uh, because honestly, that would be super awkward. And for those of you that are in the real estate industry, you know. The chances of meeting another realtor are, you know, 10 times uh, higher than meeting your client again, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the chances of interacting so with, with another, with the top realtor. So you just got to keep that in mind. Um, and there's just a certain part of, um, I think for me, wisdom that's come with age where it's almost like you you can have a softening around... Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Around, yeah. around how you're feeling, around... An issue or an idea—I don't know if it's wisdom or what—but yeah. I just feel like now I'm 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 much more likely to not hold tight to that grievance and really just be okay with it and just understand, you know, we're all uh, we're all made of stars and we're part of the universe and uh, loving kindness goes a long way and um, and so you you get to continue that relationship if you if you want to, you know, if you want to. So
1: I what you're describing, Wendy, is I, I admire you in many ways, Wendy. And I will say this is probably the top. The way that you handle relationships when they do go sideways or change um, is always very respectful of the other person. And, and and you're saying, you know, it's wisdom in your age, but I've seen many choose to be bitter about relationships uh-huh. and put walls and up it. as they age. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my biggest fears is to let um, sort of the hard things, feeling hurt make me hard because I've seen so many – Um, women that are older that literally put themselves in this position of carrying so much bitterness and you have not, you've chosen not to do that and you've chosen to view your role in their life as um, not forever necessarily, but how you can impact them for the time that they're with you. And I've seen a lot of growth in myself because of seeing that in you. Um, And so it's something that I really, truly admire and really hard to do. Um, especially when building an empire. And so let's all be like Wendy mm-hmm. with step number Aww. six. And
2: You're so sweet. I'm blushing over here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's,
0: and that's been like you've consciously chosen that too, which is really yes. nice. Like that has been an yep. evolution that we've watched as your friends and business yep. partners, that that is an evolution you've consciously chosen. And it's amazing um, as an example for
1: many other people. So Yep, so true. Let's all right, all step number kindness. seven. Yes, choose kindness. I love it. Step number seven is pick yourself up off the floor and be better next time. So as you go through this, as you see your DNA in it, as you work through the conversations, you know, sometimes um, after I've sort of reflected on these situations, a lot of times I'm like, you know, I could be better in having handling that conversation different next time, or I could be better and making sure that they know I'm listening or I could be better. And, and, um, what adjustments are we going to make? I know, I know that, um, in the situation I shared with Seychelle, when I expanded, I mean, she said to me, I, I, maybe you need to look at your system and process and add in who are the key relationships you have in that area and making sure that you at least talk with them beforehand. And I was like, that's a great suggestion. Like, so using, the mistake as mm-hmm. turning the mistake into actually something that makes you better, makes your organization better, will make it not a mistake. Mm-hmm. Because That's it's right. not a mistake if we can learn from it and grow, Absolutely. and it ends up not being a screw up. And so, right. um, make well, sure and, that you're looking. And to we get cared better. about each other. Like I called you out of care, right? Like I, yes. I wasn't called. Yep.
0: Like yes, it hurt my feelings, and. I also realized that I could have equally done something just as similar. And so for me, because I care about you, I was looking at, okay, this happened to me. How do we help this not happen again in the future? And so if you're listening to this and you're sitting right now going, wow— Somebody's done something to me and I haven't talked to them about it and I'm really ticked about it right now. Remember, the shoe will be on the other foot at some time. So True. how you bring it up and how you how you treat that person, you're at some point gonna be on the other side of that. And so coming with care and with the relationship first, right? Going back to number one. The reason why I brought it to your attention was because I cared about you. And the second thing was, I was excited for you about your growth, and I wanted you to have success in the other areas you were growing. And so that allowed us to have a productive conversation instead of a defensive conversation. Um, And your receptiveness and willing to talk with me about it was great too. So yeah, I'm very, very thankful for that.
2: Well, before uh, Seychelle does a recap, I just want to have a serious conversation with our listeners. So the serious conversation is about something that we've been neglecting. So we were doing a little, um, I don't know, like a little goal setting for our Mm -hmm. podcast, trying to figure out where we wanted to go and uh, what our goals were. And so I said, uh, maybe we need to focus a little bit more on reviews. So I looked at our reviews and we have over 400 reviews. So thank you for everybody who's reviewed us. And unfortunately... Of those 400 reviews, only two of them for, were for 2023. So we're recording this in September. <laughs> that's, uh, I know. And that's so that's it's, our problem. We didn't
0: ask. So we don't, you don't get what you don't ask for. So that's on us.
2: <laughs> so for the two people that reviewed us, thank one you. every four and a half months this year, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you. And for everybody else out there who hasn't left us a five-star rating and review, we would humbly implore you to please go ahead and do that because uh, podcasts love to see the constant reviews. And if it's impacting you, our goal is just to make sure that more people can listen to us and we can spread the good word about empire building. And uh, so if you would please, please, please leave us a five-star rating and review, we would so, so, so appreciate it. Amen
0: to that. Well, y'all, today has been great. Um, and I really appreciate all of your vulnerability and sharing um, that when you screw up as an empire builder, right, the seven steps, which are, number one, the relationship always should be first. Number two, listen and ask to understand the other person's perspective. Number three, own it. Just own it. Own your part. Number four, say you're sorry. Number five, take a step back and look at what you could do better next time. Number five, oh, did I do that number five? I did number five. Number six, um, ask what you want uh, to come out of the relationship or problem. And number seven, pick yourself up off the floor. Babe, you got this and be better next time. So for all of you out there going out and building your big business and an even bigger life, go do it. And please write a five-star review for us too. We would be so appreciative. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.